news about life after graduation. Lauren, what are we talking about this week? This week, Jay, we're talking about dating. Obviously, right now, it's the only way to really meet people. It's on Tinder. Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, yeah. Coffee Meets Bagel. It's like after you're out of school, <laughs> there's really no places where you go other than like a club. But like, I mean, you picking up girls at clubs is kind of weird, right? Because it's like, is it easy? Like, what do you, what would you say? Have you guys done both? Like, tried picking, like, not... I mean, I think I've tried. I'm not as successful as talent. But also, I, you know, I'm not 8% body fat with, a, with the body of a god, right? So it's, I have it's, my wins sometimes. Talent, you know, he deserves it. You really do. So it was kind of interesting. We surveyed a lot of our audience. Okay. And we asked them some pretty basic questions. And one of them was... How do you meet people you date? Um, and I like totally agree. Like I fully thought because of my own experience that it was going to be like 90% dating apps when you're like proven, done, end of discussion. Mm-hmm. And that's just like not what people said, surprisingly to me. So it was like 60% said through mutual friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and nice. our like age range is like what, 18 to 25 generally, but most of the respondents were between 22 and 25. Mm-hmm. Um and then, you know, it was a split after that between um, dating apps and, like, re- like social settings, or bars, parties, etc. Was Burrito Boys on there? Like- you know what? <laughs> I forgot to add it, but next time. <laughs> Burrito Boys. You gotta get like it in. Up a girl. It's 3 a.m., you're in Burrito Boys, you're drunk as fuck. You know, yeah. I've seen this guy do it. I swear, <laughs> I swear to God. It wasn't Brutal Boys. It was Fat Bastard. Yeah. I've seen him do it. And I was just sitting there eating my burrito. Just, just you know, in, in envy. In yes. Envy. Yeah. Right. So, right now you're 25. Mm-hmm. You were in a relationship. You're 16 to 22. 16 to 22. Oh, my God. The most fundamental year. Yeah. But, um, wow. so, last couple of years, it's pretty much just been... A lot of short terms and like, and what I mean by short terms, like a month, maybe two months, um, back to back to back with different women. There's been a lot of one nights though as well. Right? Oh yeah. So I just got back into a relationship uh, with my ex-girlfriend. Uh, things are going pretty good. Uh, in the kind of the brief moment when I wasn't uh, in a relationship, it was interesting because uh, when I, when I kind of got out of this relationship, Tinder and all that stuff was becoming like the only way that you actually meet people. Um, and when prior to getting into this relationship, it was never like that. Tinder and stuff wasn't around, right? Mm. So it was just like you know, you'll meet somebody at a party or you know, you meet somebody at the library when you're studying. Like that's how it was, right? Uh, but yeah, my experience with the, the online dating uh, it didn't go that well. It definitely did not go that well. Let's just say looks can be deceiving, ladies and gentlemen. Yours or theirs? Both. <laughs> Both. That's so, happened to me. so when you go on these dates, like, who should take initiative? Initiative in what part? Like, what do you mean? Where to go? Ask, asking that person out as well as, like, who pays for the first date? The person who asks or the person, I don't know, how does that work? I would say, uh, I would say, listen, it's very important. There, there has to be some balance. Now, obviously, let's say first date, second date, no problem. Guy's going to pay, or at least me. But imagine if this, let's say, continues, that the girl's at least got to offer. There's got to be, in my opinion, there's got to be about a 70-30. I'm happy with that. If a girl's, or, you know, whoever I'm going out with, 
offers to pay, great. I probably won't let her for the first at least couple times. If everything's going well, then all right, you know what? Awesome. And it's just, it's a very nice breath of fresh air. I, I totally agree with you. I think the first time you got to pay. Oh, 100%. Yeah. But then after that, it should be 50 50 because I'm fucking broke, man. <laughs> Dudes are hurting out here. <laughs> and I actually struggle with this because I still kind of expect the guy to pay. But I had a conversation with someone that really opened my mind that was like, that's another human and you're a human. You have to be a sign of respect. Um, yeah, no, I I questioned my own thinking about, like, why it had to be the dude who paid. Because, like, we are human. But um, in our survey, it was really interesting because half the people said that they expect to split the bill. And then no. the other half was split between, yes, I expect him to pay and no. Ooh. Honestly, in my particular situation, yeah. for a little while I owned my own business and I was like living off of scraps, right? Just to kind of bootstrap the whole thing. Right. And my girlfriend held me down. Like she was, she had a, like a proper job and she was paying for everything. Like uh -huh. honestly, just because at that time I couldn't, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, but obviously like, you know, when the tables turn, uh, now I'm a little bit better financially. Uh, we try to kind of even things out as much as possible, right? But it really comes down to that person that you're with and, mm -hmm. you know, how committed you guys are to each other and just the relationship that you guys have. For me, even in the first date, I didn't like it when he offered to pay the whole thing. I mean, he did anyways, but it just I just felt so much pressure that, like, oh, shit, now I got to even out the score by doing something, right? So maybe that's me, but I think other girls or other people, when whoever asks out the date, like the, the rule is that they basically are the ones that pay for for the, yeah. For the is, that a, is that a rule? I, never heard I don't know. It's I like, think it's an unspoken rule. It's something that I heard from a lot of people. Um, like it was like advice essentially that I got, but I don't know like what you guys think about that. Do you guys, uh, it, like how, how long do you guys usually wait to introduce uh, your girlfriends and stuff to your parents? What are you going to introduce them to your friends is like the first question. Yeah, holy shit. Oh, that's, that's huge for me. I know a yeah. lot of people yeah. that don't bring their girlfriend around <laughs> when, they're, when they're with their friends. And I think that's a big no-no. Like, your girlfriend has to know the people that you hang out with every day. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, there's always going to be issues. If you can't bring your girlfriend along when you're chilling with your friends, there's always going to be that like trust. time struggle. Yeah, it's like trust. It's like a time struggle. And then like, who are you going to pick? Like, yeah, it's like, oh, you always chill with your friends, you never chill with me. No, it's cool. Push all my friends, just come with me, right? And I would argue that that happens even before the relationship is official. So, like, I, I even struggle with that, yeah. just, like, casually dating. Like, how do I prioritize my time? You know, yeah. if I can't even find the time to text someone in a day, I'm probably not going to plan my weekend around them unless no. I'm, like, really stoked. What is the longest relationship that both of you have been in? I have it's... never been in a proper relationship, to be honest. What about yourself? Well, I think it's it depends on how you define proper Ooh, relationship okay. because this is actually my pet peeve of modern dating is how relationships are defined or mostly not defined because, um, you know, everyone's so afraid to have this like boyfriend-girlfriend conversation or exclusive conversation until you have it mm -hmm. um, because it's so easy to like text people and then ghost them or whatever it is Scary that you, there's just less pressure to define a relationship, I guess. But anyway, so no, I've never had one that's been defined. Really? Um, but I, the longest I've seen someone is like uh, four months or so. So what goes wrong? Honestly, it's been different every time, so it is hard to pinpoint. Um, but Tal, what about you? There's always a problem, whether it's on my end or their end. Some, you know, expectations aren't the same. 
there's always something. I guess I know what makes a good relationship work, and I often find things that are very bad signs early on. And because I guess I have that experience from the six years, I'm able to kind of cut it real quick if I see that this isn't something that's going to, you know, be mutually beneficial down the road. So what is that? What is that? That quality that you say, I know what defines a good relationship. You know what's funny? Towards the end of the, the real relationship, you kind of call each other, you see each other because you're bored. You're like, let me, let me say, hey, how you doing, whatever, because I'm bored. Or I'll call you because I feel obligated to ask how your day was, right? Mm. Now, when that starts to happen in any relationship, you're fucked. Mm. You're like, I don't want to see you, but, you know, I'm bored. All right, cool, come over. You have to actively want to see the person. You have to be genuinely excited to see that person. You have to say, I am going to make room in my day, in my schedule for you, as opposed to, hey, I got two hours. What's up? And that's been happening quite a bit. Where I realized early, I'm like, First date, cool, I'm looking forward to it. Second, great, awesome. And then I'm like, I don't know. I just would rather not. I don't want to make plans to see you. I don't want to have a full day of, of you. After like the first date. The then, second I wouldn't date. say necessarily first. Like you always want to give shit a chance, right? Yeah. A week, two weeks, three weeks, whatever. But at some point it's like, I'm not I'm no longer excited to see you. We do not click well enough. We do not excite each other. Mm-hmm. So that's that. So do you think then, so right now, are you looking for a relationship? Ideally, I'd say yes. Tal has, is, is in 17 relationships right now. <laughs> I have a question then. So if you're in 17, quote, <laughs> Uncle G, relationships. Um, Not, but yes, go on. <laughs> so if you're dating a lot of people, but you're looking for a relationship, do you think that your behaviors reflect what you're trying to get? 100%. Why I say this, so people, let's say, will have different terms for this, but it's it's complete bullshit. It's like, if you're going to a fucking store, you want to try on different shoes before you buy the fucking shoes. <laughs> How are you going to compare women to shoes, doctor? <laughs> <laughs> women like are shirts, not right? shoes. No, dog, you're just trying to smash, son. Just say it. Absolutely, but that's not the, that's not the end game. All right, all right. That's true. Because you have to you have to know what you like, and you have to look for it, and you have to go on these dates. And like I said, you're not trying to make a decision, maybe off one date, maybe off two, great, no problem. But like, you have to date, let's say, X amount of people before you find someone you really click with. But like, I'm going to have fun and I'm going to enjoy myself until I find a single, single person who I just want to, you know, they are significant enough that I want to just be with them. So you know what I really like about that? Mm. Is that you're viewing dating as learning. Yeah. You're viewing it as the same way, not that, because women are way more than shoes, but, you know, I don't hate the analogy of trying a lot of things on to see how you feel and learn what works for you um, before you end up choosing, you know, who you actually have a relationship with. And when when the conversation comes up, it's you're just always up front, or at least I am. They say, you know, are you dating other people? Are you seeing other people? Or, you know, what's going on with you? Absolutely, I am. I want to make sure that I make the right decision, right? And you can only do that with experience. You can only do that with knowledge. So how haven't you found one out of the last 147? (laughs) Valid question. 
It's, I don't know. Like I said, I've been in a long-term relationship, so I know exactly what the fuck I like. <clears throat> I've been with that one girl for six years, didn't think about another while I was with her. So I know exactly what I like. I know exactly what works for me. I know the behavior that I want to see and I want to exemplify. But unless you're going to date her, whoever's next is going to be different. No, absolutely. And that's fine. But it still has to click to a certain degree. What are these behaviors? Like, what are these things that you like in a girl? Yeah. That would be a girl that you want to date. I don't know. You know, they have to be kind. They have to be ambitious. They have to be sweet. They have to so be... how much is personality versus appearance? Oh, significant. So how would you weight it then? 65 or 70% personality. Really? Oh, yeah. Like, if, for example, uh, just a very, very simple example. A girl who fucking texts you back within an hour... Oh my God, Jesus Christ! This might be the one. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to wait a fucking day if I want to ask you for coffee. If I'm waiting a fucking day for for a, a simple yes or no, forget it. I'm sorry. Goodbye. For me, it's different. Like when we're on Tinder, like I don't, you know, until I actually know that I like this dude, like I wouldn't respond right away or care about whether he is hurt about me, you know, whether he's, <laughs> you know, like, I would not think about that. <laughs> if someone wants to see you, they'll make time for you. And it takes yes. three seconds, just as everyone says, it takes three seconds to send a fucking text. So in this room, how much is dating right now a priority for you? Everyone say well, I. I. I'm in a relationship, so. <laughs> it is obviously a priority. It's something that you think about. It's something that you go after, whether you're just looking for sex or a relationship. It's something that's always on your mind, right? So, obviously, 100%. And so, like, just because you're in a relationship, it's a priority for you? Well, of course. I mean, I don't know. We try to spend as much time, uh, like, that we can together as possible, right? Like, obviously, she has a great career. I'm doing okay for myself. So, there's other focus that we have to put in our lives. But, uh, I mean, yeah, it's always been a pretty big priority in my life. I think the longest I've gone not being in some kind of relationship, honestly, is probably like a year since I was like 13. I don't know, Lauren, is, is dating a priority for you right now? I think it's more um, of a priority than I'd like to admit. Interesting. Um, yeah, like, like I think that if I weren't doing a podcast about becoming confident in my insecurities, I probably wouldn't be as open about that. But, um, you know, it is... I do dedicate a lot of time to swiping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, way too much. You should see so how habitual. big my right thumb is. Call the child program. Within <laughs> all the subwoods. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. I just, like, I just find myself when I'm bored, that's what I do. It's way too easy. Yeah, it's habitual for me now. Is it weird that it's not a priority for me? And I feel like when I say this to a bunch of my friends, they kind of throw shade at me. They're like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I want... Because like Tal said, for me, it's like work comes first. And I oh, yeah. and uh, I don't know. Like right now, I haven't felt like I did. Well, the only reason why I got into the Tinder whatever game like over the past couple of months was because of the pressure from like my friends. They're like, we're all doing this. Why aren't you? Like, what's wrong with you? Seriously, I'm like... Jay's just trying to make that block, man. Seriously, and then and then I'm like, hold up, like, why why am I doing this? Like, I don't even want to do it. Like, it's like time consuming for me. I don't want to like worry about updating my profile. It's just, Honestly, you know. when I was doing it, 
it was a fuck like it just sucks so much energy out of you. So tiring. Pretend like th- these these conversations that you were having were so fucking stupid yeah, over and over again. Like, oh, what do you do? I do this. Oh, cool. What kind of music do you like? Oh, I like this. Like, after a while, the repetition yeah. it just gets so fucking exhausting. So exhausting. Yeah, I just don't have patience for those conversations, so I don't have them. Like, if if I see that someone's, like, doing that, I probably just won't respond. Mm -hmm. Like, the reason why I've had success, I think, with it is that, like, the conversations that stand out aren't like that. Like, if someone starts with, like, a thing that I'm, like, I literally laugh out loud at, or, like, something that actually is personal or, you know, great, those are the conversations that work for me, and they are rare. Mm -hmm. But I always feel Mm -hmm. like, you know, if I don't, just, like passively swipe or whatever then i'm never gonna like get that on the app so like i have to give in to it to like get something out of it i guess but you know i mean work is my top priority you can definitely attest to that jay but like yeah i think i think this is too Mm. and that's that's fair i think that's like how most people you know are it's just like i think it should be okay if you want to be single yeah, at least yeah. for now, right? Some people... Because I feel like at this age, especially for me, like being 22, like this is like the only time I can only worry about like myself. Like I can't even get my get my own shit together. I don't want to to start, you know, worrying about some other person or include them in my life right now. Maybe it's I just haven't met the right person, but I just hate like how uh, sometimes like it brings... This is like, so interesting for me to hear because I've always been in like really solid relationships. You know what I mean? And honestly, they just happen. It's mm. it's never like you're. I feel like when you start going out there and looking for that special one, I think that's it. it never fucking happens. Yeah. When you're just at this random party, you're drunk as hell, and you just start talking to this random girl. That's what really sparks yeah. real relationships. Yeah. Especially with all my friends that are in great relationships. Same thing. I guess I just like. I have met people at parties. We well, missed the boat. And you know. I, maybe I missed it forever. You know, but. <laughs> And those dates are equally as successful as the ones I meet from online. But I hear you, where it's Mm -hmm. that, you know, so many more are uh, that turn into relationships happen um, organically. People Um, just connect or they don't, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's honestly it. That's honestly. But I guess, I mean, Lauren, you have like a different um, perspective on that. I don't know. I just like, I. Maybe this is weird. Actually, it probably is weird, but I'm going to say it anyway. On the dating is learning topic, I literally try to think about, after each experience ends, what I liked and what I didn't like. Mm-hmm. About how I acted and about, like, that person and their qualities. Um, and so, because I actually do that, and sometimes I even write it down, mm-hmm. um, I actually have learned what I like. So, it really resonated with me, Tao, and when you talked about... Um, your uh you know list of things that you want you know theoretical list but because i try to learn from each experience and then date someone better next okay is that you too tom defining better just someone who who matches up with you a little bit more like i make a shit ton of terrible fucking jokes like you know the chick's got to be got to work with it and make shit jokes right back at me and you know you've got to be able to fight with each other a little bit like you know just i honestly feel like you guys are thinking of dating as like this like optimization when it's really not it's you like you just meet people and you either vibe with each other or you don't and i think when you 
I think when you start sitting down and thinking about like, okay, so let me look back. Like, what are, what did I do wrong? What did he do wrong? You're just overcomplicating the whole fucking thing, honestly. But I think what they're doing is like they're learning more about what they like, right? Yeah, no. So sense. then it's like, oh, I this is like, I don't know. Is that true? Well, I think it's really interesting for you to put it as optimizing, like a mm-hmm. freaking search algorithm. Well, that's what you guys like, are yeah. saying. That's what you guys <laughs> well, are saying. Well, and if you turn it into... A, an algorithm, which is what Tinder, etc., does, then yeah, of course, the users are going to start thinking that way. So, with on the topic of dating, like, what are some pet peeves? Like, what are things that frustrate you when you are in the dating game? I think my biggest pet peeve is when people can't hold conversations. Like, I've met so many people in my life, like when I was single, and like you're trying to you're trying to talk to them, right? And it's just the driest, blindest conversation you've ever had. And every single girlfriend that I've ever had has been somebody that was, like, super outgoing, could hold a conversation, was funny. And I don't know. I see a lot of people in relationships where, like, they can barely even talk to their girlfriend. Like, or the stuff they talk about is so superficial. Or, like, yeah, I watched Jersey Shore. This is what happened. Oh, my like, God. Have you ever <laughs> seen couples at restaurants that just look miserable? Yeah, all the like, Oh, time. my God. I feel so sad yeah. for them. I'm just like... <laughs> I remember one time, back when I was with my girlfriend... Listen to this. We were, Valentine's Day. I take her out to Milestones. Like this is when we were kids, uh, like seventeen, eighteen, whatever. And it's great. The table beside us, um, the dude proposes to the girlfriend. And so and so and she at said, Milestones. <laughs> I mean, great restaurant, but like. <laughs> nah, nah, Milestones. We coming for you. No, no. So listen to this. Listen to this. Um, so he proposed to her. She she says yes. Cool. And, you know, people are clapping, whatever. Five minutes later, I look at them, and I see they're both just on the phone, not saying a fucking word to each other. And they're just, like, probably saying, you know, maybe they're, like, texting family, putting on Facebook, all that shit. Yeah. But they were on there for a while. I'm like, yo, this match is going to be over real quick. Because, like, five minutes after these guys are getting engaged, they're just, they're not, they're not, you know, on top of each other. (laughs) Right? So we have... One last question for both of you, and we're very interested to know um, what role do you think that confidence plays in dating? Significant. You, said, you guys should see Tal's Instagram. Huh. <laughs> this is this is what I learned as well. Like I said, you, you learn a lot from past relationships. One of the reasons one of the reasons the the only the real one got fucked up is because we built up a lot of resentment for each other. Let's say I'd go out with friends, she'd go out with friends, and you're like, fuck, what am I supposed to do? So a lack of confidence, a lack of being able to do your own thing, a lack of, let's say, even confidence in her to whatever, let's say, be faithful, right? Now, one of the things that I've learned is you have to be a full per- a whole person by yourself. You cannot, as romantic as it sounds, you cannot be someone's everything. You have to be your own fucking person. They have to be their own fucking person. You guys have to complement each other. And you have to be able to have your life and be happy with her, you know, coming in. And like I said, just being a compliment to your life as opposed to being your life in full. So you have to be a confident person. You have to be a full person. Otherwise, you're just going to fucking lean on each other for the whole time, which at some point someone's going to break. I totally agree with you. Yeah, you gotta really be your own person. You gotta have your own goals and do your own thing. Yeah. Um, just it, it's impossible to spend all day with each other. No. And if you're sitting there like 
pissed off that this person's not spending all day with you, like that's just gonna yeah, you're fucked. You're fucked. So definitely you gotta be like your own person, you gotta be able to do your own things and you know, live your own life. And that's probably the key to any great relationship. There's two people that are committed to each other, they have their own goals and they just wanna crush it, that's it. Clearly, dating is a vulnerable topic for everyone. Oh yeah. And that's exactly the reason why we wanted to talk about it. I mean, we literally had four different people with seemingly four incredibly polar opposite perspectives in dating. But once we dug deeper past that, you know, behavioral level, we're realizing now how many similarities we actually had. Yeah, I mean, take Tao and me. Like, I am looking for a human. The one. <laughs> and, you know, based on Tal's actions, seemingly he is not looking for just one <laughs> human. Um, but if you take a step deeper and past our actions, we're actually looking for the same stuff. Like, fundamentally, Tal and I take a very similar approach in that we view dating as learning. Like you have to date a lot of people to learn what you like and what you don't like. And I think he would agree with me that you have to be open mm -hmm. to how you're gonna meet those people if you want to learn. For sure, and even, you know, Uncle G and I, like he's always been in rock solid relationships and I have never been in any relationships. I mean, and yet like we, pretty much almost have the exact same approach in how you really just have to vibe with someone and sometimes you can't force that through technology or online dating. And you know, the most interesting bit was that with all our different perspectives, the one thing that we could all agree on was how important confidence is in dating. Yeah, and ultimately we all agreed that confidence is attractive and it's more than half the battle. You have to be confident in yourself. And like our friend said, you each have to be a whole person for that relationship to be successful. Yeah, I mean, but hey, that was just the four of us and nope. our perspectives, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we would really love to hear yours. So if something struck a chord with you, please let us know. We are on Facebook and Instagram. I mean, yeah, and even if you didn't agree with some of the things that were said, or maybe all of it, let us know. Let's let's yeah. keep talking about this. I mean, the more that we talk about it, the more empathy that we're going to have for other people's perspective, and the less confusing the world of dating will be.